Fips ist eine Produktion des Freien Radio Göppingen e.V. Hier sind zu empfangen im Landkreis Göppingen auf 89.0, im Kabel auf 99.2 und weltweit im Internet unter radiofips.de. Verantwortlich für den Inhalt der einzelnen Sendungen sind die jeweiligen Redakteure und Moderatoren. Fips und das English Breakfast das interkulturelle Morgenmagazin auf Radio FIPS. Mit Angeline Fischer. Good morning, everyone. Today I'm excited about the guest that's coming on our program, Lady Glass Tea. That's right, we get to talk about one of my favorite things, and that is tea. This Tea specialist will also tell us a little bit about English Breakfast. Of course, that is the name of our program. So I'm really excited to hear about some of her insights, yeah, and her inspiration behind creating this new and unique tea brand called Lady Glass Tea. Originally from the Philippines, she is now living in Munich and, among other things, hosts tea parties, and develops some of her own unique blends. So, without further ado, let's start the program. Louise Glass, welcome to English Breakfast. Thank you. I'm so happy that you're here today. We have something in common, and that is a love of tea. Before we dive in, maybe you could tell us your love of tea. How did that develop? Well, first off, English Breakfast... Just a trivia to put it out there, it's the most famous blended tea in the world. And I first drank it as a child because <laughs> it's a good power drink in the morning and I like the taste of it. And then I moved to Germany. I always felt sick because of the weather. And I always had sore throat. I just remembered growing up as a child, we would drink tea, put lemon and honey in it. So that's what I kind of did here when I moved to Germany. Mm -hmm. But then again, I was not satisfied with the teas that I've been tasting. Then I thought, well, if you're feeling sick already, then I think I deserve more than crappy tasting tea. You know what I mean? So I decided to study teas from production to manufacturing, like how it is, what it is, because I think it's an art and it's very therapeutic as well. And I just fell in love with it some more. That's why I created my own. How long have you been here? <laughs> oh, how long have I been here? I always have to count my fingers. I think I think it's my fifth year. Only? It is my fifth wow. year. Oh, oh my goodness. It is my fifth year and You're I love fresh. Germany. I spoke the language within six months. C1. That's amazing. Yeah. I love cultures, generally. German is my fifth or sixth language. To show you how I love cultures. So impressed. But the other languages are sleeping, if I may add. But if I just wake it up again, then I can activate it. But it is my fifth or sixth language. So I'm here because of my husband. Because <laughs> my husband is German. How did you meet? At school, at the university. He's older, like three years older. And I just saw him here and there. And we connected after we both graduated. Where was that? In the Philippines, because okay, he's so half he Filipino. Yeah. Okay. He's Filipino-German, and then he went to the university in the Philippines to study college. Okay. And we met there. But Germany was not really in my radar. I wanted to move to a country where I just speak English. I think that's 
similar with other people. So I applied to universities in Australia and Canada, and I got accepted. And I was bound to leave for Australia. Quebec also wrote to me, accepted me to fly there and live there. Wow. That's why I studied French for oh, Quebec. Nice. Oh my gosh, you're from Canada. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so I was also meant to move to Quebec. That's why I studied French. And then he came along. It's like, no, 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 you're not studying French, you're studying German. Yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> voilà. You already had a lot of things upon your horizon. You were already looking into the world and yes. making those opportunities happen. That's true. Because the thing about me is I believe that you create the opportunities for yourself. I'm sure it is difficult for some, but I think I'm just lucky that I have that option. So I made sure that I will make my own way and somehow, somewhere, some way I will be successful and I'll make a name for myself. That has always been the goal. I had that goal in sight. It's just making the roads work for me. Like, how do I get there? Mm, and just yeah. step by step, yeah. baby steps. That's a, good, that's a good tip that I got from somebody. Baby steps, you'll get there. It doesn't matter how long it takes as long as you keep on moving, you know. Yeah, that's why I'm here. You already were learning some German then before you came. Just A1. Okay. I studied for a month, A1 in the Philippines, because that was the visa requirement. And then I moved here. That was December 2015. And then January 2016 until May or June 2016, I just finished until C1. I was like, I'll finish this. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Thank what a great you. role model for so many people. But for some, it's difficult at the time. They're with kids and they have work. As I said, I was lucky that I had that luxury of time at that time. <laughs> right now, I don't anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you already had that in your mind, in your vision of going Elsewhere. somewhere else and everything. Because yes. yeah. I felt like I never belonged. Some people don't understand. Oh, I do. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Yeah. Because I grew up in the Philippines, but I only spoke English. And for some, they don't quite understand that. Like, why not? And I was like, I don't know. I was raised like that. But that does not mean I am not from this country. So people kind of looked at me differently in that way. Oh, she's so whatever, snobby because she yeah. only speaks English. But it's just how I was raised. I don't think it's my fault. Maybe that's why I did not have that strong connection. And I felt like I did not belong because people saw me that way. So mm -hmm. then I said, well, maybe it's not for me then. It'll always be my home. It'll always be a home. I, too, I have two homes. You have two homes. Everybody has. Yeah, home is where you are too, right? Yeah. So, but it's also where you, you can be fully you. Yeah, it, so. thank you. Thank you for saying that. It's true. And I felt like I couldn't be myself had I lived there still. So it's nice. Here in Germany, I felt like I truly am myself and I found really good friends. It's true. I'm not saying it for the radio or something. It is. It is true. It's why I love being here. I'm just me. And I birthed my brand here, which is me. Yeah. Well, we need you. That's, you're bringing joy to the world. <laughs> well, you do too. Which is too cliche. Yeah, I get but, it. But you understand what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. if you feel like you don't belong to that place, then... Find a place where you belong to, and then you'll feel more at ease with yourself. And then you'll start being you. Then you can do wonders, and then you can help more people and help yourself as well. I think that's the fun in it. Why don't you tell me how your love of tea developed? 
What's your earliest memory of tea? Oh, that's a nice question. Because I grew up in the Philippines, and there's a nice tea culture there, especially herbal teas. My earliest memory was, I think, in the morning we drink tea instead of coffee. Well, at least my mom made us drink tea in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I just grew up with it, and then I carried it along with me as I grew older. Yeah, tea I think has a lot of meaning for a lot of different cultures. For instance, a lot of the Turkish people always, whenever you go into someone's home, you always are offered tea. It's a ritual. It, it has to be that way. In so many different cultures, tea has such an influence. What do you think is the meaning of tea for you, with in terms of a ritual? Tea is an art. It's more than just a drink. That's what I say. It's a lifestyle. Okay. And I live a pretty high-strung life. I'm always so stressed out. So tea helps me slow down and have time for myself. That's why I advocate for tea mindfulness because I also have my own community. And when I host tea tastings, that's what I emphasize on. Like, slow down, you deserve it, it's your time. It's rare nowadays because everything is just so fast with technology. So with tea, it allows you to have a downtime even for just five minutes. Just a moment of peace in a day. Mm, which it is, definitely, because we tend to forget these things, the little things, what life is all about sometimes. So I think that's the magic of tea. I personally stand for positivity. That's the message that I would like to get out in the world through teas. Loving yourself by giving yourself downtime and making time for yourself so you can also make time for others. So these things, that's the romance and magic in tea. Oh, that's so beautiful. I think tea can be a home for us. Yeah, it is. So I also have a lot of memories around tea and my father. There's just so many warm memories. And we used to always, we always came together for tea. Even later on, going through teenage years, maybe I wouldn't make it for supper or I wouldn't (laughs) want to eat breakfast. But that was always something that was a part of my life. So it's also quite dear to me. It's lovely to have that kind of a reminder What do you think tea can bring to people that don't really have that as a ritual? Because here in in a lot of places, there's much more of a coffee culture. How would you introduce teas to someone that never really has enjoyed tea or, or knows that much about it? I agree, by the way, with what you say, that not all cultures are open to drinking tea. For example, in the Philippines, it's a very coffee culture country as well. Mm -hmm. It is. And yet here I am talking about me drinking tea growing up. And Germany, beer culture, coffee culture is also pretty evident. So what I do is I offer tastings. What I tell the participants is you don't have to like the tea that you will be tasting. You just have to have an open mind and say, oh, I've tried it. I'll give tea a try. Most of the time, at the end of every session, they go like, oh, I didn't know that tea could also taste a bit like coffee or tea could have some wine notes or tea can taste like whiskey. So just have an open mind, be adventurous. 
spice up your life. Try something new. Try drinking tea. Because you'll never know that might be your next favorite thing that can help you feel warm and fuzzy while stimulating your brain, energizing you, and making you happy. Wow. It's about an openness, but also the relationship, the relationship to yourself and the relationship with others when you're enjoying it together. I'd like to go a little bit on your journey. You mentioned it just briefly when you came to Germany and then realized, oh, well, there's this time that I'm not taking that I would like to have for myself. How was your journey here yeah. <laughs> to this place? It's a transition. We are always transitioning anyways, but what was that like for you? There's a story behind it. That's true. I am a registered nurse. When I moved to Germany, I didn't want to be a nurse anymore, and I was pretty lost. Mm. That's the term. I was so lost. I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. I was in that crossroad. And I just kept on researching and researching. What do I do? What do I do? It has to be something that's meaningful to me and can actually help somebody. That has always been me. I don't know why. It just is. So I got into teaching kids music because I love kids. And it's like nice fostering young minds. There's something so pure about it that makes you happy as a person. And eventually I wanted to open my own child center. I needed more funds because that takes a lot to set up. And we already had some, but we needed more. And then the bank said no. That's the yeah, truth. That's yeah, a reality. Yeah, yeah. And then I was so distraught. Like, oh, what do I do? I thought that was my calling. I just thought it was. So I took a break. I sat down and I just discerned, like, what am I good at that I love that could reach more people that I could afford to start and begin with? Then I said, oh, I love tea. Why not study it, learn from it and learn with it and share it, create something with it that could grow bigger and could inspire people? And here I am. I created Lady Glass. Yay! It's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, your message out of these crossroads, out of these difficulties, sometimes there are rooms in our mind or in our lives to transform and maybe come back to what's the most important. So I really love that message. It just resonates with me. And I'm sure it resonates with so many of our listeners so maybe you could give us a, a brief introduction to some of the different teas, what their properties are, what you associate them with, anything you could offer. Sure. Really. <laughs> my brand is called Lady Glass. My teas show you different personalities. Mm -hmm. That's why the teas are named after real people who have made impact in my life. Didn't know that. It is. Oh, and if you do visit important. my website... Mm -hmm you'll see that they have tips and maybe encouraging words for you to help you overcome your daily challenges. So that's the reason behind the love letters in a cup. These personalities can resonate with you and you can also pinpoint who are these people in your life and maybe the people that you will meet. And then you'll go like, oh, you're like this tea. You're sweet and fun and nice. Or oh, you're like this tea, you're calming and stuff like that. 
That's a twist that I created with my brand, with a personality. Now, as of the technical stuff, there are six types of true teas. Herbal teas and fruit teas are not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what I always say, because people think, oh, herbal, that's a true tea. It's like, no, it's not a true tea. Mm, yeah. The six true teas are green, black, dark, oolong, white, and yellow tea. And my favorite is black tea, hence English breakfast tea. <laughs> Who is English breakfast tea for you? Yeah, it's a funny question. For me, English breakfast is very timeless. It's a classic go-to tea that you would like to make for yourself in the morning to wake you up. Because teas are stimulating and relaxing at the same time. I can go a bit technical because there is this one component in tea that is true to tea. It's called L-theanin. It can cross the blood-brain barrier that can enable relaxation. And the stimulating part comes from caffeine. But the caffeine is usually less than what you get with coffee, so you don't get jittery, generally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. English breakfast is the world's famous blend. You just right. blend black teas together, and then you have English breakfast. Usually, it has a malty, punchy, strong notes and taste that can just wake you up in the morning it's like hey i'm here i'm ready for you world so that's the thing that you want to have in the morning english breakfast that's english breakfast and that is your show Mm -hmm. yeah we want to wake people up we want to wake people up and introduce them to new worlds that's what this program is all about openness Mm -hmm. see not just with teas but generally i think it's important and that is a way to find yourself and your calling as well So tell us about the other teas you have and what they mean to you. Yeah, so I do have two collections. The teas are more than just a drink. They're like guides. That's what I always say. I have two collections. One is the Timeless collection. Under Timeless are English breakfast, Irish breakfast, Earl Grey, and there's a green tea. I call it La Crescentia. The other collection is called the Love Letter Collection. So these are the people that I mentioned. Your tea guides, it's what I say. So first is Lake Louise. So that's me. That's me in a cup. If you drink it, oh, oh, maybe that is her personality. Maybe it could be you. The other one is Le Michel. So (laughs) it's a love one. It's very chill, very relaxed, very grounded. That's the personality of that tea. It makes you warm and fuzzy. I just want to drift off to dreamland. I'm, I'm calm, something like that. The other tea is Mi Aguila. It's also a special person and it takes you to a different place because it's a Darjeeling tea. It has like, imagine being on top of a mountain and then you can feel the breeze and then the taste of the flower with a bit of caramel notes from India. So that's what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a bit like strong, ambitious because of the mountain, yeah. And then we also have the Renz tea. It's also a loved one. And that is usually the favorite tea of coffee lovers. Oh, okay. In fact, I had an online tasting session before and one of my participants has an Italian husband. 
And I said, oh, this is a bestseller for coffee and whiskey lovers. And she goes like, okay, let me test it. So she gave the tea to the husband and then the Italian husband drank it. It was like, oh, this is a good tea. I would drink this one. Reminds me of coffee. Uh, yeah, it is. So there's so much variety. And I think so that's just, that in of itself is just such a journey that you can take yeah. with sensations and exploration into new worlds. Through the teas. Wonderful. You mentioned it just briefly. You have these wonderful teas we can go on adventures with or adventures to ourselves. But you're also right now offering tea parties virtually. Yeah, so I am. Maybe you can tell me about that a little bit. That's true. So I created an event. It's called Intro to Tea Series, wherein I send you eight sampler teas from the Love Letter Collection. And then we will taste them together in three Saturdays. It is really fun because I will talk about the origins of the tea, the mythology behind teas, where did tea come from, background of the teas, how to taste like a pro while being in a community. Because I believe that everybody needs that, especially this time. So that's the first one, Intro to Tea Series. And it's a recurring event. And I created a new session it's called My Matcha Moment. Oh, matcha is a, uh, yeah. a world of itself. Okay. Yes, because people are usually intimidated with matcha, saying, oh, matcha is so tedious to make. Oh, it's so bitter. It's just not for me. Just join us and then let me help you see the fun in it and how to prepare it and how lovely it really tastes, how it should be. And we'll delve into the Japanese teas, why it's so unique the matcha essentials yeah you'll get to meet new and old friends and you'll get to enjoy together so that's my matcha moment and we're doing it in april okay well i'm going to join you i'm going to book, please. It, book it out for me <laughs> please I'm do going so to do it. yeah you'll get a kit a complete matcha kit as i said before it's something that I go back to, sometimes I forget, but those are the moments where I'm more centered. I go back to myself. As I said, I have so many warm associations with it, <laughs> with my family. It's just such a wonderful place. I love that idea of sharing that with other people and making that easy for people to do in in community. Yeah. Wow, I love it. We could talk forever. I can come again, Angeline. Oh, oh yeah, you have to. You have to come again because there's so many things. First of all, dive more into the teas, maybe even try them at the same time. And then the whole message and, and idea. What I really love about it is that you've put so much of you into it that thought, those connections that you've had to your life, all the teas have their own personality and their own ideas, their own flavors, and that you're connecting that all together. It's a whole concept. So that's really lovely. It's quite Thank poetic. you. <laughs> well, that's my personality. Mm. That's me, a hopeless romantic. And I would like to share that with other people. And that's the goal, to inspire people. You can be who you want to be. Really, as long as you do good, you're good to yourself, first off, and then you can be good to others. And you'll find your way. Just do it. Tweak along the way. 
and you'll get ready for the world. Such a wonderful message. I think the people that listen to this program are people that are culturally interested, but also people that have gone through major transitions sometime, moving between cultures. And so I think a lot of people resonates with them as well. If I may say something for last words, maybe for the show, it's just be yourself, be authentic, be who you are. Because that's what I am and that's why my brand resonates with a lot of people because there is nothing fake in it. It's just who I am, what it is, what it is for. So if you get out of your house and you're just yourself, no matter what, so long as you are doing good, then you'll be fine. That's what I think. Wonderful message. I think it's serendipity. I think it's really great that we've met at this time. It's the right time for the world for these kind of messages. If somebody wants to get in contact with you, maybe try some of these wonderful teas. I just received one, so I'm so honored. Thank you so much. <laughs> and of course, here we're always drinking tea. If somebody would like to explore, find out more, maybe partake in one of these tea parties, how can they best do that? Yes, please visit my website. It's theladyglass.com. So just spell it in English, theladyglass with double S dot com. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Louise. Thank you, Lady Glass Tea, for coming here today. I think it's just opened up our world to something really so enjoyable. I wish you, of course, all the best in this adventure. This is something that I believe the world needs. Until the next time. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having Louise Glass from Lady Glass Tea here on the program. Since the timing of this interview, I did participate in her Matcha Moment virtual tea room. And although it wasn't the very first time that I had had matcha, the first time being in Japan, I learned a lot about how to prepare it and also to take the time to enjoy it. Should you wish to find out more details about our programming, please look to our webpage at www.radiofips.de. Or you can also hear the complete version at 89.0 FM in the Göppingen region. Wishing you the very best until the next time.